Merry Christmas, Matt. Ho, ho, ho. I should have listened to this before. No, this is a really, really bad version of Jingle Bells here. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to No Meat Athlete Radio. December 9th. I'm not yet feeling the uh, the holiday spirit very much. I'm trying, and maybe it had to do with being away for a few weeks. Uh, and we just got our Christmas tree yesterday, December 8th. One of the later later Christmas tree acquisitions in my lifetime. Um, so anyway, I'm trying to get into it. So that that is helpful there, Doug. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to help. Happy to help. I f- you know, I feel like last weekend was our big... Uh, big jump leap into the christmas season uh-huh. with like a christmas parade and uh the town does a big christmas event holly jolly uh-huh. um and um we got our tree and i don't know i'm feeling pretty festive right now i'm not gonna You're lie feeling, okay good yeah well that's been, that's good and i've been well, working on this uh this gift guide which we're gonna be talking about here so you know that's yeah all... th- you know th- that has helped me a little bit what we've done with the morning show this week mm-hmm. we've gone through several different gift guides and actually that's what this episode is about gift gift guides and gift our our takeaways from the gift guides and our favorite ones um but, but doing that stuff has has gotten me a little bit in the spirit I, i'm just yeah i don't know i need the, i need the weather to be colder not that i want it to be colder but i just i kind of need that to be in the spirit and i haven't watched a single christmas movie yet start to finish oh that's I mean that's and that's one of my big things that I just kind of need. Uh, yeah, I just I, I don't know the conditions are not right. I'm still jet lagged, so I go to bed really early mm-hmm. at night, and I'm just not not in the mood to watch a movie. Uh, so anyway, I'm just I'm trying to get there, and I'm glad we're doing this kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I am too. You know, because if if we're not there, then could anyone else be there? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I did wonder as I was thinking about my own my own lack of holiday spirit thus far. Uh, could it possibly be like a macro level trend? Not just because I'm feeling it, that means everyone is. But I, I just got to wondering. <laughs> I wondered, like, are there are there certain Christmases when everybody's really into it, and it's it's a detectable difference in Christmas spirit? Or if you were to survey people, would there actually be a significantly, or sorry, a statistically significant difference in people's like self-reported level of spirit? Uh, one certain years over others. Certainly, you would expect that, like during the COVID year, people were were lower because it was no one was going to see right. their families, right. and it was just a weird Christmas. But now that we're, I don't know, out of that, I don't remember last year if, if like, COVID was done yet in people's eyes. I mean, for some people, it's not done yet still, but... Uh, yeah, I but feel like last year, people were, were kind of... Well, you know what? Actually, I mean, we don't need to go talking about COVID <laughs> here, but uh, last year, it was Christmas when Omicron kicked up. Right. We were in yeah. LA, and everyone was freaking out about uh, Omicron. Yeah. So I just remember that last year, there were still at least some rumblings that maybe it wasn't done. I feel like now people... People have a, generally a sense that we're past it, and mm-hmm. I think I think in theory that would that would lead I think to a, a more festive Christmas this year. It might be some people's first time hanging out with families, you know, in in a large traditional fashion. Uh, who who really knows? But then I just wondered: is there some sort of hangover effect? Like maybe last year was was that, and right. now we're now it's like uh, it's back to the back to the grind again. I don't know. I don't know. I think you might be kind of uh, pushing your own emotions no, here. Well, into you. <laughs> that was a, I I was not doing that. It just got me thinking: Is that a thing? Or is, uh, there, yeah, is there yeah, a yeah, trend yeah. of do, do people do we do we does our spirit go up and down together, or is it totally individual? I mean, one you know one one kind of interesting thing about this is uh, is the World Cup. You know, is is over the 
um, holiday season here. Mm-hmm. And it expanded over Thanksgiving, of course, and, and Christmas too. And, and so there are, like, that has felt like this distraction. People are talking about that mm-hmm. and getting together for that. And uh, and maybe a little bit less the holiday parties because we're all, like, kind of getting together to watch a game. That's a good point. Could be. Um, so, you know, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I do not know. So, uh, should we get into it? Should we start talking gift guides? Yeah, I guess so. Let's just, let's do it. Okay. Well, let's, here's... Okay, actually, let's not. Let's. It's December. I always talk about December as being a habit change time. Get ready for New Year's. We'll probably still have another New Year's type episode, but uh, I, I have. Uh, there's something that I want for Christmas. Well, I actually just want it, and I may just sort of parlay it into <laughs> Christmas gift and say this. Just, let's get this, which I probably buy anyway. But let's get that. We'll call that my Christmas gift, and then then we're good. Uh, but it has to do with habits and changing things. Oh, uh, okay. I don't remember what my New Year's resolution was. I think it was. Because last year was the, my really good year of uh, of kettlebell work. The year, not this year, but the yep. year before that. Right. It, it just totally like kind of got back into fitness in in a way I hadn't been in in years. Um, and I did a pretty good job this year of maintaining that. I think what my I think my New Year's resolutions this year in general, unless I'm thinking of a different year, it was more about just kind of trying to be in shape, right? Like, right. wasn't it about having good habits? Not saying like I want to get into the best shape of my life and do this and this and this, but more That's saying. Right. I want to just have this different identity of someone who who's into fitness, and I was thinking about getting older and just wanting to find more enjoyment in fitness. I, I could be totally wrong, but I think that was along the themes. Um, yep. What I really want, I've been looking at this on Amazon and things, is uh, um, a deadlift bar, like a, a bar and weights like, like you usually just do in the gym. I don't need a rack or a bench because I just want to do deadlifts, uh, but I want that, and I want the uh, – I want those bumper plates, the ones that are kind of rubber rubberized or whatever, so that mm-hmm. you can do the Olympic lifts, which would be more likely to involve dropping the weight on the floor or having to dump the weight, uh, and you can do that, you know, fairly safely without too much too much damage to your floor. But I've got the new gym set up in my house. It's not a not a big area, but it is a rubber floor over maybe a I don't know twelve foot by by eight foot area, and I could do it there. And I'm I, I don't know I just which is weird. I've never ever considered wanting that wanting to do deadlifts. Uh, Right, but I've been reading. Yeah, I've been reading the the stuff by uh, those guys, uh, Pavel Tsatsouline, and the other guy who's oh Dan John. Uh, I think we talked about the workout thing I was doing with my son. Yep. Um So I don't know. It just just kind of got me into that. I just kind of wanted wanted to get that habit going, not for like build a beach body or anything, but just I don't know. I just like how I feel when I'm doing that stuff. So that's kind of it's kind of my big. thing. Is there a difference between like a deadlift bar and a like a no? Right, just regular, regular okay. forty-five pound bar. Okay, which well, maybe eventually I mean, you had to get a squat rack and or a half rack or something and yeah. start being able to use it or for bench more stuff or whatever. Yeah. yeah, possible. But right now I just want deadlifts. Man, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come to your house next time. And you're gonna have a whole gym set up. You're gonna be shredded. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> maybe. Probably. Oh, probably that's not. exciting. So, all right. So this is the gift that's not on my gift guide, um, or not even what I'm asking for because it's too expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, is is a mountain bike? I'm still uh, I'm still mm. going out on some rides, uh, not as frequently as I was when I first caught the mountain bike bug. Right. But I, I man, I really want a bike. Oh yeah. But dude, they are expensive. Like that would be the most expensive purchase I've made since, like, other than maybe a car or something. Yeah. I don't know, to get a, to get a good bike, you're looking at like three to four thousand dollars. 
Can't you go to Walmart and get a Huffy or something? Like a Yeah, but I don't want a Huffy. I don't <laughs> want something that's going to break on me. I want something quality. It's going to last gonna break me for and then night. keep buying new ones. You can buy 10 of those by the time oh, you pay yeah. for your uh-huh. expensive one. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Come on. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I know. I mean, and I'm like searching the used market and everything, and there uh-huh. are stuff that comes up, but uh, it, it's just all like, it's crazy expensive. It's amazing that people... I mean, people spend seven thousand, eight thousand dollars on on nice mountain bikes, yeah. Which is just, I mean, like that. Like, I don't know. I, like, I can't even think of anything that I've spent that much money right. on that's not house related or trans, you know, yeah, car related. That is, a, that is a huge amount of money. Yeah. Mm, so okay. So anyway, trying to justify that, maybe I'm maybe I'm gonna get just gift cards to uh, bike shops or something for Christmas. Yeah, but, there you go. That's an idea. Add up. Yeah. All right. Are you gonna talk about uh, New Year's resolution? Or you want to save that for next time? Well, I'll give a quick update. This is okay. pretty exciting. Yeah. We can do it. we can do a full New Year's uh, New Year's episode. But so one of my big resolutions this year was a family resolution, and it was the 1,000 hours outside challenge, which is really geared towards kids. The idea is that you spend 1,000 hours outside throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am excited to report on December 9th, 2022, uh, we are nine hours away from hitting our 1,000 hour goal. Wow. So I think we're going to do it. We've been keeping track. It's been, uh, we decided that it was easiest to just keep track of one kid and we're keeping track of the kid that's actually spending less time outside, which is Eliza because she's in school. Right. Um, uh, Our youngest, Chloe, is is probably on walks and doing things that are, uh, you know, throughout the day that's actually spending more time outside. So this is our least outside time. And um, and, yeah, we're about to hit that thousand hours. So I think think by the end of the year, we're going to be, you know, a thousand. 15 something like that yeah that's good that's gonna be some cold hours outside you better do it before it gets too cold i know i know this week has actually been a pretty big setback because it's been raining for the last like eight days uh-huh um yeah it has been very rainy but you know assuming assuming that doesn't happen for the next 21 we should be good mm-hmm. if you live in charlotte like me doug you could come to the whitewater center and do outdoor ice skating very nice holiday mm. activity i know they have a huge pond that gets man-made thing i guess it gets turned into ice big big event sweet yeah so we're gonna do that uh so that's i mean that's pretty cool because i mean mainly because to me almost nobody's resolution lasts to the end of the year people have long forgotten <laughs> yeah. i forgot about mine whatever it was uh-huh. uh and when you said this before i don't and i don't think i would have bet against you but i i just could have assumed it would be like every other resolution where you first couple months you're paying some attention to it then you sort of forget and then maybe at the end of the year you revisit and say yeah we probably got probably got it about that much uh right but i think it's a good thing so do you think uh i mean well i have two two questions about it. one do you think the challenge actually made you do more of this stuff like do you think this is actually yes. an extraordinary yeah. year for you good question uh, you know i don't know if it's really extraordinary but it definitely changed uh it definitely changed some of the things we would have done otherwise uh-huh um Especially the summer around eating outside, we would we would choose that instead of eating inside or um, on rainy days, you mm-hmm. know, because the kids were involved in this. They they you know like the app gives you badges and kind of awards mm. as you progress along and and all this kind of stuff. And there's ways for, ways for the kids to engage. So they were excited and involved in it as well. And um, and so like on rainy days, you know, when when it would have been very easy to just stay inside all day and not have any outside time. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we do like a big outdoor challenge thing and put on our raincoats and go puddle hopping or go on a walk or do some sort of little rainy day adventure. 
mm-hmm. um, for the sake of, of getting to log it in the app. Right. And, um, and they were into that. So I, okay. I think it has changed our habits. And, and what's been fun is, is both getting them involved. So there's like four of us that are interested in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also the daily entering of the, of the time. At right. the beginning of the year, it has like a, like you can, every time you go outside, you can hit a stopwatch or whatever, and it will like literally mm. track every second you're <laughs> right. outside, right? And, you know, until you turn it off. And, and we did that maybe for a couple of days and that was way too cumbersome. But so now it's, it's just at the end of the day, we, we put it all in, but it's just kind of this fun thing that's exciting to think back on the day and, mm-hmm. and, uh, make an estimate of how much time you spent outside and. Yeah, I don't know. It's great. Okay. It's really so my good. second question then is: so yes, successful in cha- doing a challenge like this did change your your habits. Uh, my second question is: is that actually a good thing? Right? Like you, yes. Like I, I've certainly committed to things before, and you get to the end of it kind of begrud- begrudgingly, and you say, "Well, right. I'm glad I succeeded at the thing, but like in hindsight, that kind of sucked." And I mean, you <laughs> to go out in the rain, find rainy day activities. Like, wouldn't wouldn't it be better to be inside and read a book or something? <laughs> I mean, no, I don't think so. I don't think we, <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a time we came inside and we're like, oh man, that was miserable. Like, a, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, when you're training for a marathon, say, and you, uh, you want to stick to a plan you're like, no matter what, I'm going to run these miles and you come back and you're hurting and you're injured and you're like, man, that run was terrible. Right. Um, th- this was never like that. I mean, you know, we're not going to make, we're not going to make the kids suffer to 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 get an hour outside so um you know if it, if it was bad we'd just come inside and and uh but it yeah. oftentimes encourages to go outside and then we would have a fun fun little mm-hmm. thing outside so um i would say 100 percent yes a thousand hours outside was positive for for me and my family good we may do it again yeah. i don't know yeah good all right, glad to hear it. Hope you guys had sunscreen though. That could be a net bad if you if you had too much sun exposure. I'm just trying to think of bad things about. Yeah, this I know. You're just. I don't. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> we start talking about outdoors. I get I get up. I get angry about it. I want to. Yeah. I want to. I don't know what it is. It's those outdoor I mean, companies. I think I'm just so angry at that. It was pretty reckless of us to expose them to to bug bites and right. ticks. Right, nature, bears, bear country. Bears. Where you are. I mean, who knows what could have happened? I mean, exactly. a thousand hours chances of getting something bad happening is is pretty right. high. <laughs> yes, definitely. Irresponsible. Challenge. Irresponsible. That's why the gift guide is for all inside activities. <laughs> yes. All right, good. Uh, it's actually not. There's plenty of, well, I think there's some outdoor stuff on here. <laughs> A lot of it is indoors. Yeah, uh, so. Okay, so what are we talking about first with these with these things? I don't have the structure in front of me. Okay, so really oh, the, the idea here, for many years we've done a gift guide on Nimit Athlete Radio. Our big holiday extravaganza, oftentimes we'll have... Uh, We'll have Santa hats on. We'll crack mm-hmm. a, a Christmas beer. We'll we'll get into the holiday spirit. Yeah, um, often influenced we, by some company that is providing us with uh, gifts yes. of some kind that we are going to review. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. This year, no sponsor, no, no. company is is uh-huh. here helping us out. None of the uh, items here are. Well, I guess uh, some of the ones in my gift guide I learned about through sponsorship, but um, mm-hmm. but you know we're not we're not paying any favors here. This is true recommendations. Yeah, um, it is. But but it started because of the plant based morning show, which we're doing daily at eleven a.m. Or mm-hmm. you can subscribe to subscribe to the podcast feed, um, and uh, and on that we've been running through some because all the other websites are publishing their gift guides. We've been running through some of them, poking fun at some, maybe a little bit, um, but uh, it, it you know it got us in the in the gift guide spirit. So we thought we would. We would talk a little bit about some of the things we, the themes we're seeing on those gift guides, and then come up with our own. 
Yeah. And of course, these are these are vegan gift guides. We did do one that was from Runner's World that was a vegan gift guide on Runner's yeah. World. Uh, the others have largely been from vegan sites like Veg News or The Beat. Uh, but yeah, so we can we can talk about a few. I you know I I haven't found a great gift on the I haven't found one on these gift guides where I'm like that's a perfect gift because I know a good number of vegans and nothing as I said like that's what I'm getting for people. But I have found some categories and things that I think that gave mm-hmm. me other ideas. So at least it's good well, for that. So what make what what makes a perfect gift in your mind? I think this is a cliche, but uh, I think it's probably true that something that someone wouldn't buy for themselves is usually a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have talked about <laughs> eco-friendly seems to be a category of gift guides, a popular category, and, and just growing trend, I think. Um, and so it's kind of hard if you if you think people shouldn't buy excess stuff, then to give someone something they wouldn't bought for themselves, you know, it lends itself to the to the extravagant type of gifts, the things that you don't nobody really needs, and just extra um but i do think that's a good thing like something that you that you wouldn't have bought for yourself that you probably didn't even want or you know didn't know that you wanted uh but you get it and it's like hey that's really cool that now i have that and can use that and for me i'm thinking of like uh food gifts in this case like if someone buys me an exotic type of ingredient like like i mentioned that my mom i think last year got me a black truffle uh for my birthday and that was it that was all she gave me i think black travel like a, a you know golf ball size one cost 70 bucks or something it was just a nice little gift it just lasts for one meal we just used it in a truffle centered meal but it was cool i, I would never spend that on a food like that you right. know it's just it's just a waste it's extravagant but uh it was perfect i, I thought it was a great gift so i like that kind of stuff where you where yeah. like experience type stuff where you wouldn't necessarily do it for yourself i like that a lot yeah, I mean the problem with the that idea though of uh, something that you wouldn't buy for yourself. It, I mean that that you're kind of running the risk of like, does this person really want or need that? You know, if they wouldn't buy it for themselves, like, right? Is that really something they want? But if they would buy it for themselves, then they'd already have it. Maybe, except for a mountain bike. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, no. I I, I understand. I totally understand what you're saying. Uh, so I was thinking about this, um, and as I was putting together the compliment gift guide, and in my opinion, the good gifts fall into three categories. One of three categories. Okay. Um, they fall either the the practical, so like the useful or consumable items that like that that they probably don't have or that they consume a lot of, right? If it's a certain mm-hmm. thing that they like, and yeah. um, and so you can kind of add to their, add you to gotta, their collection. Yeah, but like if like let's so say you're just one who who. Uh, I don't know. Reads comic books all the time. You can't just get them more comic books, right? It's boring. Like they, if they have a thousand comic books, then they have the ones they already want. Mm. So how do you how do you get more of that? Well, okay. Let's say coffee lover, bourbon lover, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, someone who a snack lover like me. I mean, if someone if you just got me a huge collection of corn chips, like I'd be all into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, you know, I mean, but that's a good point though. Like comic book person or. You know, but or like, uh, like we we were poking fun of the Runner's World one where they were talking about, um, you know, uh, energy gels and things like that right. as right. as um, as as a gift. But like, honestly, as a stocking stuffer for a runner who uses that kind of stuff, it'll save them a few bucks. It'll come in handy. They'll put it, you know, in yeah. their little collection, and that's yeah, not a bad right. thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, that, that's right. Um, okay, but, what's next? What's next category? All right, next category was inspirational or motivational. So this is like. Um, Something that gets you closer to reaching your goal. If you're like really into running, maybe a running book. If you're mm-hmm. uh, into cooking, a cookbook. Yep. Um, but not just books. So uh, uh, 
I, I guess we can run through some of the ones that I have here, but um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to hold off on that. Okay. Uh, but inspirational or motivational, something that kind of accelerates whatever you're into. Okay. Uh, and then, then comes the nice to haves, the like things you wouldn't buy for yourself. Okay. What about the, what about the category of things that you didn't know existed? Cause I think that's always a tempting gift to give mm. is like the, I mean, it's great, right? When you, when you open up something and it's in your hobby area and you didn't know that it existed, yeah, I think it's, but it's risky because it, because right. if if someone's into something and they don't know it exists, there might be a reason they don't know that. Like it might be just <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just might not right. I mean, you know, it, I mean, the problem is like, and this is the problem with a lot of gift guides is if your your aunt is trying to buy you a gift and they know you're into mountain biking, right. uh, or plant based eating or whatever, and they Google that and they Google gifts. I mean, it could just be some little gadget that just like sounds cool, but is just really not practical. You would never use that. Yeah. Um, right. And that's what no. it's a lot of, a lot of the gifts you get from people you don't know. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Right. Or people not not that you don't know people you don't don't see that often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um. So then, in terms of specifics, what well, do we what do we have here? Well, let's let's break. Uh, so I mean, those are those are the uh, that that those are my categories for a good gift. But like we we've gone through a bunch of gift guides now. Mm-hmm. What are some of the themes that uh that are popping up? Well, we saw Runner's World did, they basically put vegan groceries in the in the thing. And just, yeah. they did a grocery store trip for you and, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just like, it's not that far off from like the energy gels and stuff, right? Like it's just right. stuff you'd have to run out and get if you run out of it. And if you guess if you get a gift of it, then you don't need to go do that. Uh, so, you know, almond butters and stuff like that. Like, I mean, just, it's just, it's just not really that good. Um, so we saw some of that. I mentioned the eco-friendly, like that thing, like we're just, you just get anything, any, any object, but you get the eco-friendly version of it. And now a person has an eco-friendly version of that object, uh, which I guess makes people feel good. I don't, don't really know. Don't personally get into that myself too much. Um, so there's that. We saw subscription boxes, which I think is an interesting idea and it's a mm-hmm. tempting gift to give because it's, it seems like a cool thing. Right. And I think when you get it, you get the idea that you're going to keep getting something for three or six or 12 months. Some I've gotten some very good gifts that are subscription boxes, uh, like a blue bottle coffee subscription once. Uh, and I know uh-huh. you've got a, I know you've got a coffee subscription on your own gift guide that yep. you put together. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was an excellent gift. Uh, I've, you know, I get the, now and then I get the, the certain, like an Italian wine subscription or a beer subscription. And and they're pretty good. They're, I would say they're kind of hit and miss. Sometimes sometimes they're better than others. Um, but anyway, the the subscription idea is is an interesting one. And uh, I got a problem with the subscription idea though. Okay. I mean, there are a couple that I like. The coffee one, as I as I mentioned, yeah. Or as you mentioned, I recommend on my list. Yep. You're huge into the the Bean Club. Uh, the Major Gordo Bean Club. Yep, it's a great one. Yep. Um, you know, and and sometimes, you know, sometimes. Like I would, I would be pretty hesitant to do like a beer, beer club thing because right. chances are it's going to be beers that I, I already know about or just aren't that good. Um, right. But where I think the subscription boxes go very, very wrong, and because they've just exploded, they, in the they last, have exploded. Right? Is is like they there's like the the man box or the uh, you know the like <laughs> right. outdoorsman's right. box or um, or the snack box, you know, like like weird, weird things like that where they just pull any random things most of it is junk most of it is stuff that like the company is willing to 
to give to the subscription box. Right. Could be samples. Um, yeah, samples. Things that are going out of stock that they just want to get rid of that yep. they're not going to yep. uh, renew. Um, you know, just like all this random stuff. And so then you just end up with this box that doesn't connect in any way aside from like it fits some category of like what a man would want or whatever. Right. And, uh, and, right. and, and, you know, you're just never going to use most of the stuff. Or like say you really love the snack, but it's being discontinued or it's, it's just a sample and you can't get it at your local grocery store. Like it's just kind of pointless. So I, I don't know. I, I am... I'm very anti-subscription boxes mm-hmm. unless they're very specific to something like a coffee or a bean or something like that that kind of exposes you to to some new things that are that are quality and uh, and very intentionally crafted. Yeah, curated. yeah. You know what? So I I know one of yours is the is the trade coffee right where they mm-hmm. they somehow have a network of of independent roasters and they pull from them and they're always sending you a new one based on the things that you've said you like, which is a very very cool way it works. That one to me is sort of uh, an anomaly because I feel like that's the kind that typically isn't good where they are mm. pulling from all over the place. And like it, it seems that they often I probably go the route and probably pretty quickly of like whatever's cheapest, whatever they can get, you know, has a good deal. And, and then it gets to be lower quality stuff. The ones where it's like a company like Rancho Gordo, like they're growing a bunch of these beans and or developing, working with partners. So like it's coming with their label on it and they sell the stuff on their website uh similar with blue bottle coffee like that's it's just their coffees and you get a certain thing so like you know it's going to be good stuff i think when they're kind of sourcing it from all these different places that's when you get into some some trouble so i would yeah, look I out would, for that yeah i would i would i would agree with that i you know the reason i liked trade is because um well the reason why something like a trade and it doesn't even have to be like i'm, I'm not endorsing one specific company but the reason why i think this one works is it's not a box of a bunch of different items mm-hmm. it's like one bag of coffee or if you got one bottle of wine if it was a wine club where like yeah. every week they just sent you one bottle they recommended mm-hmm. um like that kind of stuff just it just feels way more thoughtful and intentional about like what they what they're what they're sending you because if it's just one thing if it's bad like it you're just not gonna you're not gonna like it and you're not gonna you're gonna move on from it um you're gonna cancel your subscription but yeah. if it's like this box of a bunch of random things then then uh, you know maybe you'll think well next next month maybe maybe my box will have a bunch of other right. random things that I like you know yep. so yeah this by the way is why I don't like uh, farm what, what are they called CSA is that what it's called yeah okay mm-hmm. that's my my son's soccer club is now CSA so I have like <laughs> that term now means something else I don't like that because you just get whatever garbage there is left over you get a ton of zucchini and all that stuff so they're they suffer from that exact same problem they give you a whole box of stuff and you think well maybe next week the harvest will be better and next month or whatever. <laughs> And it never is. It's just more of the same gl- glut crop they have. I mean, okay. I'm sorry you've had that experience. I have not had that CSA experience. You haven't had a ton of zucchini that you start making well, zucchini course, breads and all these things. That yeah, nobody... yeah, yeah. I mean, but if you, if like the CSA that we have supported for a while, um, although we don't do it anymore because we're growing stuff and we have enough zucchini in our garden. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, they, they're CSA first. Uh, farm right so like they rely more on the csa than they do their mm. their farm stand right so they're they're trying to ensure that the csa boxes are all pretty quality okay. so yeah fair enough good all right good um what else that's that subscription boxes yeah anymore? kitchen gadgets yeah kitchen gadgets I, I, I it's hard to get a good kitchen ga- gadget gift like to receive one because 
I've got, definitely gotten a bunch. They're usually unit unit tasker items that you just don't mm-hmm. need at all. Uh, I think I got a. I think I got the the banana yogurt maker or whatever that thing was for a while. The frozen bananas thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Definitely got that gift one year uh, from someone that was you freeze bananas and put them through this machine. Then you have banana ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like we're not going to keep that out on our countertop. We're not going to just do that. Uh, so it's hard. Kitchen gifts is a really hard category. It's so tempting, but it's tricky. Yep, I agree. Now, Unless nice someone is asked specifically good. for a kitchen gift. Yeah, you know, a gadget yeah. or a coffee maker or something like that. Then I don't know. Stay clear. Stay clear. Yeah, or get something good. Like I gave a, my mom a really nice knife one year, and and I, oh, yeah. that was a good mm-hmm. gift. Right? Good. Not, it's not really a gadget though; it's just a, it's a normal kitchen thing. It's just a really nice version of it. What about peelers? Those fancy spiral peelers. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it depends. It it does depends. Like a lot of people have have a terrible kitchen setup, and any item you get them that is a quality item is going to improve what they are working with. Mm. so in that case it's good, good but if you have like the foodie person who's a big cook and you say oh i'm gonna just get them some kitchen gadgets i think that's not gonna not gonna be a hit they already mm-hmm. have it if they if it's any good yeah good point all right good so uh what else anything anything worth mentioning that's that's on these gift guides we've seen that's like a just a smash hit kind of gift I, so i've got one that that i think is a great thing to do which is which is not any single item, but it's it's a it's a category, and I I really think the gourmet food item is is kind of can't go wrong area mm. to me. Okay, where, where it it's almost like the subscription gift thing, except it's you picking it and you're only picking it one time. It's just it's it, you're not counting on a gift box to you know give the, the foodie the all these ingredients and whatever. But to me, it's a good opportunity to buy the stuff that someone wouldn't, especially if you know that it's really good. And maybe you wouldn't even buy it for yourself very often because it's expensive. Um, I think that's a really nice gift. So, like, uh, I think one of these things had an olive oil, certain type of olive oil on it or something. Um, that was more about the these trendy bottles or something. But to me, if you if someone bought me like a fifty dollar bottle of olive oil instead of the the you know ten dollar bottle I usually buy, I'd love that. You know, it would it would be yeah. like a cool thing. Now that's, that's some some people just gonna seem like a grocery item and not be interesting at all, but. Mm-hmm. I think if, if you know the person well enough to know what they're really into, I think it could be a good idea. Uh, I got this year, maybe it was this year. Yeah, I think I got uh, Calabrian chilies from Amazon. And they're, they weren't expensive. It's just a big you know, bag of them, dried. But they're just delicious. And I've said it on this podcast before. But if someone had gotten me that for the first time and I'd never had them, I would say, wow, that's that's a great gift. Or the truffle idea that my mom got me. Like some some kind of gift that is a special food that is at least you think there's a sense or a chance they will really like it. I think that's a, a better gift than like, I mean, it's certainly a better gift than just vegan groceries. Sure, yeah, hundred percent. I like that idea. And, I like and it Rancho so much, Gordo, I'm gonna add it to my gift guide. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have Rancho Gordo in there, and I uh-huh. think you, it's hard for people to get a, a subscription to that. I think I mean, there's a big right. wait list. I don't know how long it is, uh, but they sell the stuff on the site. So you know, the you go buy a, a couple pounds of different types of heirloom beans, and for the right person, that's a great gift because it's more expensive than i would go buy beans at the store you know for myself mm-hmm. same with pasta yeah. honestly if you give me, if you give me like a, those expensive dried pastas i'd be excited about that oh yeah because mm-hmm. i don't ever would never buy it myself what Should about any uh any plant-based meats any gourmet plant-based meats you know what i meant to add this to the to the gift guide so I'm, I'm glad you suggested it there's the uh 
Harry and David's is have has the Renegade Foods uh, sausages that I think uh-huh. are like you know the I don't remember the company name, but there used to be these dried sausage things that you always get in like the uh, school fundraiser gift right. basket things. Yep. Um, they have those. It's Renegade Foods. I think you can go right to Renegade Foods actually and get these. You don't need to go through Harry and David's because it's more expensive that way. Uh, but they're like you know it's it. I think you get three sausages and they're they're not cheap. Thirteen something bucks each maybe. So like a three pack is forty or fifty dollars. Maybe it comes with some other stuff, but that's that would be a really nice gift. I would I'd enjoy that. Again, fits the category of like a little too expensive for me just to be doing normal shopping that way. But uh-huh. you get it for a gift and and it would be wonderful. I actually may buy those for this holiday season because I want to have them. You know, um, you know what I got last year from my dad. I have like no really, idea. Really nice salt. Yeah, perfect. Great. That's uh-huh. a great one. Mm-hmm. What it's kind? It's been really good. Malden? It's, uh, what's that? Malden? M-A-L-D-O-N? Uh, no, it's from from Bonaire, which is where his boat was parked at the time. Ah. Um, I forget what kind it is, but it is it is like, it is noticeably different and better mm-hmm. than, uh, than regular salt. I've gotten some kind of smoked salt as a gift before, and that was a very nice thing to have. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, smoked like paprika, that Doug. That could be a good gift. Smoked paprika. Yeah, <laughs> it was a great gift. That was one of the best gifts I've gotten from uh, oh, yeah. from you ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be the only gift you've gotten from me. <laughs> it, might, it might be. Um, yeah, well, I've been meaning to talk to you about that actually. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no. I think I think that's smart. The the gourmet food item is 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 definitely a good one. Yeah. And it works for a vegan person, right? Because it, mm-hmm. it's not that hard to find a vegan item, and you can show someone you appreciate their vegan diet. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are vegan yourself, or at least you understand it. But if you, if you weren't, and you had to buy a, ge- a vegan person a gift, go get them a go get them a vegan food that is a really nice one. Love it. All right. What else? Uh, what else you got? What else do I have on on my list? So my other, I had a couple other little mini categories here. Uh, we have seen only one example of this in the gift guides that, uh, that we've gone through, but I like it. And it is, the category would be online learning, uh-huh. which sounds like kind of a boring gift because not a lot of people think learning is boring. Uh, but I just think it's amazing what we have now at, at our, uh, disposal with the internet and apps and things and how good a lot of these are at habit change and how they can be engaging to you. Uh, but Ruby, the R-O-U-X-B-E, uh, yep. cooking school. I don't know if they are strictly plant-based or not. I think they are, but I actually might be wrong about that. I think, actually, I believe I'm wrong about that. I think they are all kinds of cooking stuff. Um, but they have a plant-based cooking course. They have a plant-based cooking course. I think the thing that we read about was something they did in collaboration with The Beat, I think, that was like a plant-based meal prep course, and that was a relatively low end, maybe maybe $40 on sale for 20 during Black Friday, and maybe you can get another deal like that. Yeah. Um, but they have like a more extensive one that is several several hundred dollars, uh, not seven hundred. I think it's a couple hundred. Uh, but and that's more like plant based culinary school. I believe Jason Robel, uh, plant based chef guy cook, mm-hmm. uh, he told me that this was he thought better than his actual culinary school education, the the Ruby course. So good, you know, good stuff. And that's that's kind of the point is you can really get very high level instruction uh, for cheap. Like the the cost of information. Is pretty low because most people don't really have the appetite to go learn stuff uh, and spend time working on it. So, like, you, they generally can't charge a lot for that stuff. Uh, I think a good example, like the MIT or the maybe Harvard, one of these schools had opened up their entire course, like materials, 
you could go do the course, see the videos, do everything for free, I think, and it would be online. It just you wouldn't get a degree at the end of it. You wouldn't get any kind of certificate that said you went to Harvard. Uh, but but the information is is not expensive typically. So yeah. it's a great opportunity. Uh, I like I have the Simply Piano subscription, which is a really good one annual kind of subscription. This year, I accidentally bought a Duolingo subscription when I did a <laughs> trial and then left it, and I got the annual subscription because I had somehow opted in for that trial. Um, but it's actually been fine. I, I I was a little angry. I almost almost wrote to them and said, can you please just cancel this? I didn't mean to do it. Um, but I've actually liked having it. My son uses it for homeschool, and it's it's kind of a nice little thing to remember that we have that. So those are good. It doesn't have to be a, a vegan thing like Ruby, but it could. Uh, but I think in general, if you if there's a if you have a person who's into learning stuff and you want to, I don't know. To me, that's that's I'd, I'm very excited about those kind of gifts. Masterclass, great example. They have a very very wide variety of lessons and things from mm-hmm. experts. Love it. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, I you know I've used some of those learning. I would use Ruby. Um, started the plant based cooking course through Ruby um, and loved it. I have certainly, you know, we do online trainings for work and stuff all the time but then like not even just work if you if you're learning to juggle or or skateboard or whatever i mean mm-hmm. you could do any of that stuff online now and do it from people who are highly qualified not just um youtubers who are putting out some right. some videos but people who you know are, are truly experts um at filmmaking or whatever it is you're into and uh and you can yeah, i don't know i think it's a great idea yeah, I mean, you can. I think it is tempting just to say, "Well, I'll just, I'll just go on YouTube," or think that the person you're going to give a gift to could just go on YouTube and get it. And they can, but it's not structured in a course, and mm-hmm. there aren't, there yeah. isn't the cues and the commitment that would have you could sort of stay with it and follow through. It, it's, it's very different. So, I, mm-hmm. I think paying for that stuff is, is a good thing. Definitely. What do you think about cookbooks? That is actually the remaining item that I have on my little list here that I was going to bring up. Uh, okay. I think cookbooks are a great gift. This is coming from me, who enjoys cookbooks. Uh, mm-hmm. So when I get them, I, I am excited. And I have fond memories of receiving cookbooks on Christmas, leafing through them, excitedly going to make stuff. And whether or not I actually did make anything ever, uh, it still is a good gift. And I have, this happened last year. I got this fancy pasta book for making all these different multicolored pasta. Like very, you, you spend a long time trying to make pasta, not trying, making these pastas. They come out extremely decorative, striped, and like amazing, thing, and, and a ton of work goes into it. I haven't used it once because it's just too big of a project. <laughs> but right. but for the whole week, I was leafing through it while I was at my sister-in-law's house, and we were just, you know, I couldn't wait to get home and make these things. So the fact that I haven't done it yet doesn't really make it a bad gift. It was just, I don't know, just it's just fun. I like having it. Every time I think of the book, I'm, I'm excited. So mm. I, I think cookbooks are good. I do too. I think cookbooks are great. Uh, you know, be, they're fun. They're, they're kind of inspirational like uh like um like you're saying with the with the pasta but also i mean just super practical and and the cook some of the better cookbooks that we've received we'll use you know for years right i mean and there's few right. gifts will right. allow you to use something for years yeah that that's such a true thing about cookbooks like, this also goes back to what we just said about the online learning thing like you can find tons of free stuff but to get it really in, in like a curated fashion uh if you find literally, if you find one good recipe, and I know this is a sales argument people make all the time, but like if you find one really good recipe in a cookbook, I mean that's worth it's worth double the price of the cookbook to me. If you like one recipe that you're going to make a hundred times in the next three years, uh, that, that's so valuable. So I I think a good cookbook is a great investment and a great gift. Yep. And I'm not even going to plug my own cookbook here. 
<laughs> I will. I'm the number <laughs> athlete cookbook. Okay. Um, which, by the way, was ones... hey, that was number one on Runner's World list. We should give that shout out. That, we, that this, was this list that yeah. we've t- torn apart. Otherwise, uh, we really liked the number one item they had on it because it was the number athlete cookbook. Yeah. Some other cookbooks uh, that I have on on my uh, in my gift guide list here that were recommended by um, I don't know any of these other than Plant Based Athlete, which isn't really a cookbook, um, but does have recipes. Uh, the other three I don't have, but everyone on the team recommended. That was the Plant You Cookbook, which I know mm-hmm. you That's and your daughter one. love. Yep. Um, Bad Manners, which is the old Thug Kitchen crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a brave new meal cookbook, which is supposed to be really good. And then America's Test Kitchen has a new vegan cooking for two cookbook, which I know you also love America's Test Kitchen, their old vegan cookbook. Yep. Um, and uh, and this is kind of an expansion on that. Yeah. And don't forget the Blue Zones cookbooks. They have uh, the Blue mm. Zones, things called Blue Zones American Kitchen just came out this week. They had the... Uh, Blue Zones, I think just the Blue Zones Kitchen was their previous cookbook. Uh, so those are those are really nice. And, and what I like about this, I said this on the morning show, but I like a Blue Zones is that it it is it, they are plant based recipes, um, but they don't they don't really advertise that. It's just it's just part of the diet. These these longest lived populations they tend to eat a very high proportion of plant based foods, uh, and so you can give someone who's interested in longevity and health this very approachable idea of like trying to eat like the the people in the world who are healthiest and it happens that it's all plant-based even mm-hmm. in the cultures where they don't eat 100 percent plant-based diets uh he just chooses plant-based ver- plant-based recipes to to put in the books so yeah. they're very good ways to sneak that in cool um all right so my my last category here and uh of, of my gift guide but also this is kind of where a lot of my gifts are focused this year um, is around the, the what I'm labeling as nice to haves, but basically things that you will use frequently that uh, are typically a little bit hard to get as a as a vegan or vegan versions of them. So, for example, slippers. I've been using the same pair of slippers for the last twelve years because I can't find a vegan pair that I like. Wow. Um, and uh, so I asked for new slippers this year. Um, I asked for a bathrobe. Who do you uh, who are you asking? By the way, Katie. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. My wife. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? You don't have a Christmas list? I'm asking no, I don't, Santa. I don't. I'm asking Every Santa, year you talk about asking for stuff, and I always wonder who you're asking for. Who is? Who's it? <laughs> you still write a list up for? I, no, I mean, I do. It. I do give ideas to people. I guess I don't. I don't call it asking for, but but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> ideas. Like, what do you want? I guess I could use some new slippers. Right. About that. Right. Um, a bathrobe, and this one, uh, you can get plenty of cotton bathrobes. Um, this one is a is a personal one for me because I'm an, it's I want one that I I don't mind getting dirty because I'm gonna take it for my creek dips my oh, my morning creek okay. dips uh huh um so I don't really I dirty. intentionally wanted a cheap right bathroom uh, but that that doesn't really fall here but the the other uh, ones examples of this are like a vegan leather belt um you know kind of a dress belt oftentimes people just stick with the belt that they've had for a long time yeah. and maybe yeah uh, maybe it's falling apart so uh, or uh, a, like a new vegan wallet vegan leather wallet. Um, things like that are, I think, really good gifts because, um, you know, a lot of vegans don't want to buy new versions of that if right. it's not right. vegan, right? And uh, and so often we'll just kind of use them to death. And, and um, you know, if you can have something, either a fashionable belt or a, a dress-up belt or something, I don't know, that uh, that is vegan, that is quality, that is nice, um, and that, that to me is a good gift. Mm-hmm. That is good. I think that's a good point. I never thought of that, that... Uh, I definitely had 
several items like that that I just kept because I didn't want to. They weren't ready to be replaced, uh, but they mm-hmm. were still leather wallet or leather shoes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and and because of that, I think because you could always get a little bit more out of them, I was hesitant to go just replace them with a vegan thing. So right. I think if you if you do that for somebody, that that's actually a very nice thing. And, and I think actually that's when I have replaced several things is when I've gotten them as gifts. Wallet specifically is one mm-hmm. that I didn't do that with, but someone gave me, and then I and then I did. I want to know more about this bathroom. What are you planning on doing? You could do a creek dip, and then you're going to walk home in the robe. <laughs> no, no. I, so I drive. I drive to the trail uh, ah, for okay. these for these creek dips. But um, okay. yeah. So right now, I, then I have to towel off, and and then I'm really cold. You know, uh-huh. I mean, it's it's cold out there, and the creek yeah, is that, cold. Like, just if I had a bathroom right next to the creek, and I, I jumped in, took my took my ice bath, jumped out, wrapped myself in a warm uh, bathrobe. That sounds pretty magical. And wore that home. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Good. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I don't know. Is that it? Anything else on around gifting that you want to share this year? Uh no, I don't think so. Well, here, last last idea, and this isn't really an idea. It's just a more debatable thing. I I know people, a lot of people who give, and people who like to get the gift that is just like we donated X amount of dollars in your name to this thing Mm -hmm. that we think is important to you or at least aligns with what you think. Uh, And I'm always like, okay with that. Uh, Obviously don't, don't wish I had, they'd give me another gift, right? It's nice to know that that happened. Uh, At the same time, I feel like that's, that's kind of a last resort gift. Mm. Unless you're, unless you're, I mean, I think the people who I've gotten this from, they're, they're people who are sort of opposed to like, buying new stuff and just right so it's right. it's it's a gift for them almost to to give a gift like this uh that's but, where you should buy the consumables yeah that's a good idea right that's mm-hmm. a good point yeah i mean i mean look i am all about giving to charity and uh i think that you know if 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 uh if that's what someone wants for their gift like if they would rather you spend the money on that than something else then i think that's that's great but um uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. Like, if if someone gave me that gift, I'd, I would question whether they should have just kept their money. <laughs> yeah, know? I mean, gift giving is an opportunity to have have fun, and right. It, it, so if you, if you do that, it sort of seems like you're kind of saying like that there was an obligation to just do something, mm-hmm. so they did that. Right. And yeah, yeah. If you if well, I don't know. It, it's fine when people give it, and I'm not at all complaining because. I don't mind at all receiving that. It's just, I, don't, I feel like you miss out on a chance to give something that's fun and, and thoughtful and, and all that. And maybe that can be that if, you, if you're careful about what you, what you choose. You know, the, the, the um, one option to do that, I think, that is kind of cool. Uh, somebody gave Eliza last year, um, a, like adopted a sea turtle for the, from the Sea Turtle Conservancy. Uh-huh. Um, and... Um, and basically, you know, really what you're doing is you're funding the research that they're doing and the, like, conservancy work that they're doing um, with the donation. But she, and I'm sure thousands of other kids, got a, a little thing saying that, that she adopted uh, this specific turtle that you could track. And she's, like, really into it. They, You know, she's really into the newsletters that she gets every month that are kid-related. Mm-hmm. She's really into... Um, every time one comes, she's like, oh, we need to look up where Luna is. And we go to the computer and we... We track it and you know spend some time. Like like that ended up being a, a really good gift, um, and there was nothing she actually got other than like a certificate, right? Kind of thing. Well, I think that's that definitely is an example of one that is better. And my daughter has also loved like the farm sanctuary 
mm-hmm. animals that we've adopted. And we're not the sole owner of the animals. We just, I think a lot of people probably have the same animal we do, but they get, they get to see it and they get the pictures of it and all this. So yeah. I think that's actually really nice because then it's not just a piece of paper that says we donated this. It's something that does sort of give joy yeah. throughout the year or whatever. Yeah. So I like, I think that's a good, good way to do that if you want to, if you want to give, give a charity thing. All right, we got to go. Morning shows in one minute, Doug. We got to wrap I this know, up. I know we got to jump bounce. over to that. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll, we'll probably be back before the new, end of the year, but uh, hopefully, this yeah. is uh, gonna inspire some last-minute gift-giving ideas. Let's hope so. All right. Don't use more commercialism. <laughs> That's it. All right. Take All right. Care. Bye.